0: People see what but that I don't know What I told you yep.
1: <laughs> not <laughs> 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 Hey people me, but they, don't know. they don't know <laughs> 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 let the good times roll <laughs>
2: Welcome welcome everybody to the Poetry Gods what? Uh,
1: my name is Jonathan Nathan Sands. My name is
2: Aziza
3: Barnes. Nice
1: to meet everyone. What's up, y'all? My name is Poppy Churro, aka uh, Cola Champagne Poppy, aka Poppy Two Times Two Times, aka uh, Jose Guadalupe Olivares. Hell,
3: <laughs> uh, are we doing middle names now? Is that yeah. It well, just
1: happened organically. My, my name knows.
3: is Aziza Danielle Bailey Barnes. Ooh. Listeners at home, it's top secret government information. Oh, now man. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> out here. We're, and I'm I'm very blessed to introduce today our incredibly fly um, guest. She is um, an incredible poet and hilarious and warm human being. Also from L. A. Also black as fuck. Morgan Parker.
0: Hello. Yay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: I feel so
4: happy that you're here, man. Me too. Yeah. I'm not going to tell y'all my middle name, though. Oh. Wow. Damn. Do like, you,
2: like, a secretive middle name? Like
4: Not really, but lately, um, like, in the past year, I've decided that I'm just going to keep it a secret because apparently a bunch of people assumed my middle name was Apple. Oh, from yeah. your Instagram? <laughs> and I was like, I never told you guys. Well, like, why that? did everyone <laughs> just, like, assume a middle name? Mm. And also, like, you're my friend. Like, you could ask me what <laughs> my middle <laughs> name is. So I just am like... If you don't ask me, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) So now there's like this weird myth around my middle name. I like that. I like a weird myth. Also, my middle name is like an obvious female name. Hmm. Morgan is not. Parker is not. Mm -hmm. I like... The mm-hmm. ambiguity, yeah. of Morgan Parker. Like Morgan yeah. Parker is like a white man. Yes, you man. know what I mean. So no, so I what so I
3: a White man from like I Edinburgh. guess, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> and he has like two corgis and <laughs> 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 he's living a rich life. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's you.
4: I'm just trying to like make sure that like his. Info doesn't pop up first on Google. Facts, like that's my whole life's mission. Nice.
3: I think you, you run your Google name. Yeah. You know, yeah, like
4: yeah. The, there's no one trying
3: to, to beat that. Unless this dude with the corgis is really upset about it somewhere. Right? <laughs> but what can he do? Yeah,
1: I'm. So my name. I feel pretty good about where I'm at in Google with my name but I get Google notifications about my name mm-hmm. and there's this kid playing high school basketball that's like killing it. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. so I, get, I get Google notifications that are like Jose Olivares leads like the San Diego da, da 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 to victory. Oh my
4: victory. god. I wow. love like, him.
1: Oh. Yeah. I'm like Shout out to you. Wow. Oh, <laughs> no, my, I... my twin name and uh, secret. <laughs> I'm just like following his career from afar. <laughs> Because I get these notifications.
0: I love that. You know what I
1: mean? I'm like, wow. Like, maybe we'll make it to the NBA. Maybe
0: we'll make it to the NBA. That we'll make. Oh, yeah. It I'm,
1: I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> Mine is with,
2: like, a high school soccer player what? whose high school has an active Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, anytime I'm on the... I mean, embarrassingly looking up my own name on Twitter... I can see it's it and I'm like oh damn alright he had three goals yeah. That's wow. beautiful. although I got my website because it used to belong to a dude who was I think like a 15 year old in Minnesota posing as a financial advisor dude, what? my cousin <laughs> is a nerd shout out to my cousin in the best ways like so much so that he gets the like email list daily about all the domain names that God. are about to expire and saw my name wow. as the one that was yeah. going to expire, and was like, You need to buy Jean this Barnes. at noon on this day if it's available and I slid in and stole it from that 14 year old so if you're listening uh, you're probably in your 20s by now you've lived through a few things
1: oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you've probably grown into like a full blown computer hacker by (laughs) now
3: good good uh, looks homie yeah Yeah. also please
1: don't hack us (laughs) stay away from us yeah I'm (laughs) sorry to live with my government name but maybe maybe those names were a lot you know what I'm saying
3: (laughs) no but y'all you know what's interesting maybe they were (laughs) y'all won't know um but my my dad right he wanted to name me Aziza more than anything
1: cause he was like it's a beautiful name
3: thank you and cause he was in grad school he was at MIT and he was looking through this book of Arabic baby names, why you know, <laughs> is to be determined, and he found it, and he was like, if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her Aziza and so then when my mom had you know, me, the doctors were like, it's a boy and my dad was like, damn really you know like because he thought we were I was going to be a boy and he was like that's cool and my mom was like it is cool like Come on, get with it it's <laughs> Yeah. Cool. And he's like, cool. I guess and then like I happened oh, yes. and he was like
0: I know it ha
3: and so my mom was like alright we gotta give we gotta let him have Aziza because this is like you've divined this person out of me but I get to have you know my middle names for her which is Danielle and then her maiden name Bailey because she's like you know I'm not down with this patriarchy. You don't have my name. So me and my sister both have Bailey as like a second middle name. Um, But it's interesting because he wanted my middle name to be Maqueda. So it's Mm -hmm. my Gmail Mm-hmm. name. Yeah, I thought
1: that was your middle name. And I love this follows, huh?
3: because I don't know, like now I've told, you know, the small universe that listens to us <laughs> what, what the real is. The but,
1: millions and millions. Yeah.
3: yeah, the millions and millions. And, um, but I told my mom and this is still true, like I really like that Danielle Bailey, like you'd have to know me on some level to yeah. know that, you know, like and to remember it. Y'all yeah. Yeah. remember this shit, but to remember. <laughs> and I and I noticed when some homies of my like newer homies would be like, it's season of Keta Barnes and I'd be like, oh, you knew. It's it's okay. Like, yeah. you know, it just
0: it just helps right, in my right. brain
3: to know, like, where people are with me. Like, if they slip and call me Z, I'm like, oh, you're actually, you're here for the mm-hmm, kid, you know, because mm-hmm. you've been around long enough to know. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom calls mm-hmm, me mm-hmm, often. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's interesting. Names are interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah I, my middle name is Nathan, and that was my grandfather's name. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, as a kid, I, like, really did not like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think partly because, and this is, I. All right, I'm saying this for the first time out loud. Wow. I think it's because my grandfather was heavy and oh I was a chubby no. kid and so I like associated Nathan Holy with fatness shit. and was like on a you know like 17-year quest oh to like not be identified as Damn. chubby.
4: Chum. Which is crazy.
2: That's insane. And my grandfather is was the shit, you know? And it obviously yeah. is in some, you know, wherever he is. Yeah. Um, but I never knew how much I would, like, mm-hmm. I would always tell people that my name was Jonathan Joshua, which was mm-hmm. my dad's name. Huh, huh. Is my dad's name. Yeah. Uh, and because his name is Joshua Jonathan.
3: Wow. And I'm, ne- and I'm wow. so
2: grateful to have my grandfather's yeah. name as my middle name right now uh, in ways that I never would have guessed as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: That's amazing. And yeah. I said
2: it in, like, a slam poem in 2008, so, like, everybody <laughs> yeah. in the poetry world <laughs> calls me Jonathan Nathan Sands because um. I was like, my name is Jonathan Nathan
4: Sands. Own it. am I, I do? Need all the help I can
0: get.
3: <laughs> wow, yo. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I love that we... I found out my grandmother, my dad's mom, Mary. I never met her, but we look smack the same. Um, which I, I feel so close to her. She was like the blackest black woman that ever blacked. And like she knew Italian and would like sing Italian arias and like what? there's this great story, like I'm tangenting a little from her name, but there's this great story my dad would tell because they lived in the Bronx and you know, like didn't have enough money to take this cab, but took this cab. It was winter. From this um wherever they were and he's in the car with my grandma and his older brother keith and his younger sister stephanie shout out to titi stephanie and um they know that their mom can't pay for this cab and they're like oh fuck, how's this gonna go but apparently my grandma noticed that the cab driver was italian like noticed by the name and was like no we're gonna get in this cab And he stops, and he's like, hey, you gotta pay me. And she's like, what's your favorite opera? You know, and he's like, oh, this one. And she sang it, like, so many songs from it. And he started weeping. And he was like, just go home. Like, you're fine. You don't have to pay. And so, like, that's Mary, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's Mary Raggio. And her name was, um, I might fuck it up, because I just learned it. Her name was Mary Frances Cecilia Fortabene Raggio. Or, not Forte Bene, that was her mom's name. But Mary, Frances, Cecilia, something else, Radio. And I was like, well, why all the... Like, so many names. I think he, I missed two. So many names. <coughs> He's like, oh, she was named after the quintuplets. It's like, okay, what quintuplets? There's many quintuplets, yeah. but apparently there were these quintuplets that were born in New York in the 30s, and it was like a big hoopla, and they <laughs> were like, oh, <laughs> Mary and Cecilia and Francis and the other two were born today! And it's like, and, and her mother named them, named her after the quintuplets. <laughs> I was
2: expecting something more, like, historic. Oh, no. <laughs> it's named after the quintuplets.
0: I mean, it's, it's historic now, like, the
3: 30s now, but that, that's where her name came from. And my grandfather, James, James, you know, white dude, grandfather, his name might be James Knox Barnes, his name also might be James Knox, his name also might be James Knox Morrissey, we just don't really know, because they are liars over there, and he might be from England, or he might be from Scotland, or he might be from Ireland, and same, we, we you know, Like, <laughs> light, 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 You know, he's from either of those three similar places. <laughs> but I'm yeah, sorry. I know, right? Yo, no, don't be. Please, like, it's the same fucking. But I remember my dad told me, and he he'll get like, you know, emotional and be like, "Yo, I found out, you know, Morrissey might be our name." And I'm like, "My name is not no damn Aziza Morrissey. That sounds really bogus." And
2: also, <laughs> name switch. I mean, they really do. Like, yeah. my grandfather was born Nathan Sendrewitz, along with his two yeah. brothers. Wow. My great-grandfather, when he came from Russia at Ellis Island, you know, mm. kept Sendrewitz. And the three brothers decided to change it to Sands wow. together. They did? When they were in their, like, 20s. Why wow. yeah.
4: did they change
2: it? Uh anti-Semitism, Yeah. That's you know? fair. Yeah. I
4: mean, that's the thing. It's like, this name was given to me by someone else you know what I mean like I don't know my real name like that's Mm. the thing about being a black American is like I don't I will never know my real name yeah it just is something that was handed to me and so I just decide to take it
0: yeah
4: and I don't know I mean like that's fine but I always think about that the fact that names are just really like incidental they are it's just like they're I don't know I just happen to (laughs) have this. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's how I feel about
3: Bailey, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, Barnes is, like, if it is if it is my name, it's my fucking name, um, but Bailey is the one that was given, yeah. right? So, like, some slave owner in South Carolina right. is Bailey, and they did something bad to some slave, and then, mm-hmm. you know, our line is created. And, like... I don't know, around and there's Bailey and then there's Tinsley, which is like my grandmother's maiden name. So there's like like these little Lee names, mm-hmm. like Bailey, Tinsley, and it's so cute sounding. <laughs> and, and Irishy and I'm like, I wonder who those motherfuckers were, you know? Yeah. I wonder what the deal was, like on the Bailey plantation or the Tinsley plantation. Weird. You know? Hmm. I don't think we're gonna find out though. But
4: I yeah. <laughs> we won't, we won't because, because, and we were talking about this last yeah. night this uh, there's kind of an idea amongst I guess our elders that like yeah. we don't know we weren't supposed to know mm-hmm. we don't ask and we will never know mm-hmm. yeah. and that's like hard for our generation to take but that's like what it is yeah. I don't I, I know as far back as like two generations yeah. you know and that's it and like barely even that and we're lucky for that. And we're yeah. lucky for that, yeah. And all I know is somewhere in Kentucky, <laughs> with lots of bourbon, <laughs> there are, like, hints of me being born. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's... That's that's all. And yeah. we kind of can just make it up. And this yeah. is what uh, Ocean was talking about this last yeah. night, this idea that it's all myth anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of get to imagine... Uh, whatever we want or whatever suits us best and I think part of that is like okay what what is the history that I need to make me feel okay and like to make me feel like I make sense and you know yeah yeah so I think it's kind of like even if it's not like the best history like what is the one that like I guess uh rationalizes me, mm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, know that's a great way to put it, and you know. I think that a little bit of that is like I don't know, I've been in therapy for a million years, so <laughs> it's like a little bit of that like understanding how the past connects to the present and making sense of it, yeah, and you kind of just like figure out the narrative that serves you best that that's amazing, yeah,
3: totally yeah i I love um i love what my father had said like about um his side of the family that like because we're so you know like anybody everybody looking you know Mm -hmm. like it looks like john looks like jose looks like us looks like my uncle calvin who's in a very dark complexion like we whoever we marry into we kind of take on their culture like Mm -hmm. their whole cultural Mm -hmm. vibes like my dad he's Half British, et cetera, whatever that is, and Eritrean and Sicilian, you know? But he married my mom, and so it's like, okay, black, you know? Like, and be accepted and held by the black community. And he was always treated as a black American even though, like, both his parents were like, you're not like those black guys, you're not like those black guys, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do this weird uplift through shaming. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my auntie Stephanie, like, originally married this Puerto Rican dude, so then everything Puerto Rican. <laughs> and now I married, you know, my uncle Gary, this wonderful Haitian dude, now everything Haitian, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I know that, like, whoever I, like, blew up with, it's probably going to be similar in, in some ways, but I'm, like, very staunchly not of, you know a full ass thing. I don't know. Like I my mom was like very much when we were growing up, I would be like, "What am I?" She's like, "Well, you're black and that's how we're raising you." So, goodbye.
0: <laughs> like that was her whole thing. She was, so I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was really
3: like, "Mom, I don't know what I am." She's like, "I've never been confused about it, and I don't want to have you so." <laughs> like she was just so
0: annoyed with this
3: like crisis of self. She's like, "This isn't interesting. You are annoying. Like
4: you're black. Shut up, you know?" And I was like, "Okay." But I think I mean, and this is a little we have talked about this before. This, I mean, black, that's not like enough of an answer, right? It's and not. I think it's exciting to think about like, what does that mean? What does that mean for me? Like, what does blackness look like? Mm-hmm. What does it sound like? What is it, you know? I think there's so much within that. Yeah. Um, like, it's not specific enough, it's not, you know? I mean, and like, yeah. you can own that, but it's also yeah. like, okay, so what are the idiosyncrasy is of? what do i do mm-hmm. yeah
3: mm-hmm. what does black do yeah you know because it, it does so many things it, it goes to church it is like a santo and practices santeria it you know is atheist it mm-hmm. eats chicken it's a vegetarian like it, it's mm-hmm. just so many so many things which like is the gorgeous and we we're talking about this very heavy burden Word. that we carry. Where it's just like, I am I, whatever the fuck I am. Um, and I'm also everything else yep. that comes with me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a name I don't know. Which is a name I know came from something violent. Uh-huh. Which is like, you know, all the eyes in the yeah. head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. Tell eyes. too many <laughs> eyes. Yo! Yeah. If I could just whittle it down. <laughs> but then I, I wouldn't want to. It's It's so. I love um, reading Carl Phillips talk about the eye hmm. and talk about the erotics of syntax and talk about like when I abstain from speaking, what that means. And when I like in jam, what that means. Hmm. And, and it's like, yeah, that shit has meaning if you're like a queer black man writing about being yourself, mm-hmm. you know, um, what you do on the page is you, whoever you decided to be that day. Right, right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think most of my poetics is exploring performance mm. and like the ways that we perform and like who yeah. we are day to day and and how we switch that up. So I think a lot about that, like which which I am I going to inhabit when yeah. I'm writing this poem, like which I mm. does this poem need? Yeah. Mm. Uh, does this poem need like a more vulnerable eye Mm -hmm. does it need like this kind of you know Diana Ross eating a rib you know what I mean (laughs) Like, yeah it always needs well yes
2: you feel like you're finding a new (laughs) eye when you're writing the poem or are you like oh which eye that I inhabit Mm -hmm. already am I pulling I
4: think it's a little bit of both I think it's like meditating on how I understand the the i that i already have and then kind of pushing it further and like finding out more about her you know through mm-hmm. through the writing but i do think a lot about i mean it, and that's what it is like it's i often am afraid that my manuscripts sound crazy cuz it's just like so for me like each poem's speaker feels so oh, radically yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, does this even, do these even go together? But really, I hold all those things yeah. in me. It, I mean, and if it feels weird for the reader, like,
0: newsflash, right? it feels yeah.
4: really fucking weird inside this body. So, <laughs> so welcome to right. like, you know, you know, know. like, yeah, uh, this kind of like weird split personalities. Um, yeah. And like finding a way to like, make use of that. Like I feel like I grew up feeling really plagued by that. Mm-hmm. Feeling really plagued by, wait, I'm this, but I'm also this and today I wanna be this, but then tomorrow maybe I wanna do this. You know, I went through a lot of phases. I love this. A lot of phases. Yeah, take uh, us through some phases. Yes, please. Uh, here's some good ones. Uh <laughs> so i back in the Is this please? California? Phases? Yes. Phases? Okay, yes. Like you're... in high school. Or and I would wear like literally like old dresses yes um with like big skirts I wore like sometimes gloves
1: why 1950s I
4: know I was like listening to a lot of old jazz oh (laughs) dude I mean (laughs) I'm 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 weird you guys like I'm but you're not really <laughs> on. Like, damn,
3: Literally, my grandfather, I don't want to detract, I want to hear more of these phases, but this <laughs> yeah. is really amazing to me, because my grandfather, James, left us like 200 of his old records, including like these old Billy Eckstein records, oh like God, that yeah. jazz crooner, and oddly enough, went to a sister school with his granddaughter, Erin huh. Eckstein, and I would just listen on a loop to the shit, so I would want to wear like his suits, like suited up. Dappered out, you know, so the impulse of 50s is near yeah.
4: to my heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was, it was like, and it was, I should note, this is before vintage was like cool. Oh, like yeah. it wasn't cool. And I, I like got the Beatles bullied. before the Beatles t shirts became yes. hyper printed. It was a very embarrassing time. It, I mean, I was about it, but like I remember. Someone uh, like pushing me against a locker and being like, Are you like in a play? And I was like, <laughs> What? It's just Wednesday and I'm that wearing is... this like poodle skirt. That, that, that is the last thing <laughs> that
2: pushed me against a yeah. locker and said, so Are you in a play? They were like, Are you?
4: Well, that was they were like, Why do you look like this? It was like mm-hmm. really like, what is your reasoning? Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know because like, yeah. and like, I had um, my like flat ironed hair, but I would flip it up, so oh. it was like I was like you were doing it totally, and wow. so that was one. Hmm. What was other?
2: Also, high school doesn't—at least my high school—did not reward uh like eccentricity. What, nope. I mean in hella quotation marks eccentricity. No, right. You know, like anyone who was everyone like, uh I don't want to shop at American Eagle. Word, yeah. Or oh, Hollister. Yeah, Hollister. Like, that was
4: I, I mean it's this is Southern California. Everyone bad. else their the standard uniform that literally everyone else was wearing was uh rainbow flip flops. Or
3: Uggs. Independent of weather.
4: I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Always flip-flops in the yeah. rain. You know, the footwear never matched the atmosphere. And then just like a sweatshirt from PacSun with Ooh, like, or, you know what I mean? What was that? Like my high school is like, <laughs> and I, I was trying to explain it to a friend recently. Um, my high school is like the inside of a PacSun, <laughs> but that PacSun is in a church. Like
0: that's like that's, how, that's where I. See mine
3: was like hyper moneyed <laughs> true religion gene ug boot and like little dabs of cocaine in your nose. Oh like God. this is my high school.
2: Oh, this is atrocious. Like people were doing cocaine in they your would, high school. Yo,
3: people come to school fucking if you were of means, snizz mm. Like Damn. off they ass. I remember this one yeah. kid, he would come into class and he would just sit down and be like Hi, everyone. Oh my god, I like it. <laughs> and it was just, and we knew, we were like, oh yeah, he's, you know, on whatever he's on. And these were like the duper rich kids and like it took a while to realize like oh that kid is sad as fuck mm-hmm. like it's not just a cliche like these no. children were sad as hell you know and I'm, like I don't know I went through a couple phases where in 7th grade was my prime phase moment um, and I would wear like a different type of style mm-hmm. outfit every day mm-hmm. and I remember there was big dashiki phase This a huge period of just dashikis I love it my father's dashikis and he was so proud he's like she's wearing. My Uh shirt. And and, like, yo, the diversity people at Brentwood, they got shit up there like.
0: Let's take a picture. <laughs> and, you know, like,
3: and it was like the shikis in Converse, you know. And mm-hmm. and I remember this one dude, you know, huge basketball <clears throat> playing white dude who was very kind to me. Was like, well, what, what will it be tomorrow? You know, oh I, was like, I don't know. You Can't know? wait to find out. Yeah. And I would
4: do like, you know, the the, the fucking fishnet gloves and yep. shit. and yep. did that whole like. Did you wear? Um, I would wear like tennis. What is the? Oh, wristbands. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The sweat. I've never sweatpants. played a sport in no. my life. Me and my friend. <laughs> we <were laughs> but but I would wear like, like all those like no no no, no, no like, like the, the fuzzy man, yeah, yeah. Sweatpants like with
0: player.
4: like my Dickies. Dickies! Dickies I, was cause huge. this is when I was like skateboarding. <laughs> you skateboarded? I was so trash.
0: You were cool. Yeah, wait, I had a
4: lot of I know.
2: Wait, I were you writing while you were skateboarding and 1950s housewifing?
4: No no no. When did I Well, write I was more? writing, but not poems. What were you writing? Just feels what? Like horrible short stories, hmm. mm-hmm. uh, little little essays about sadness. Yeah, the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> I literally never changed. <laughs> no, cause you prototype, yo. That's yeah. why, like, why change the format? Man, Not oh cool. man, I miss that. Like my yeah. vans and my dicky I had one of those belts that was like a seat belt. Remember those? You were cool. cool. I wasn't cool. I wanted that It was really strange. To me, if I had
3: met you, I would have been like,
4: she's so cool. She has all
3: the... (laughs) You know, because I... There's a picture of me in seventh grade before going to my first middle school dance. And my hair is pressed into one crippling ponytail at the bottom of my head with like the sides swooped and i'm wearing a baseball tee with a a fucking baby fat denim skirt that flared and like a red dinky heart belt oh my god (laughs) with converse and long socks don't know what i was going for went there anyway it was just and, and none of it fit you know like none of it fit right but I was yeah. determined.
1: <laughs> my style in high school was just three sizes too big.
4: Everything? Yeah,
1: have, uh, my pants were too and big. And the
4: long hair.
1: My were too big. Oh, I
4: yeah, I ha- forgot. I grew yeah, out like, oh. my, like, oh. my,
1: like, oh. my hair after I started writing poems. I was like, I can't, oh. I can't be a real poet. That's so like, funny. Oh. And yeah. when yeah. About, was that? What age was that? the performance of identity. Yeah. That, to me, poetry for a while was like another identity that I had to learn how to perform. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. So that was... I was... It was after my first letter than a bomb. So I was 17 when I started growing my hair. I was like, all right. I'm not not drinking pop anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) Nothing with like... Uh, no GMO, whatever, you know what I mean? I was... Husband, oh, Italian. you oh, went, wow.
4: like, into a hippie space. Eating
1: tofu, cream cheese. No, <laughs>
2: Hold
1: up. Don't get into this we, we did not know what... I mean, at least people in Calumet City might have known what tofu cream cheese was. I did not know what tofu cream cheese was. <laughs> That's my mom, yo, That's My fair. mom would be... If I came home and told her she, I was vegetarian, she'd be like, you mean you're still eating this chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mean. Yeah,
0: talk-
1: a- my mom doesn't even talk like that, but she'd be like, "Fuck you, mean." Yeah.
3: Her own version of "fuck you, mean." Yeah, I love yeah. my parent. My mom's version of "fuck you, mean" is Aziza Danielle
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mean, you vegetarian. Not in this house. I think okay, my mom's, mom's version is just. Food? Yeah!
3: <laughs> Suck your
0: teeth.
1: Yeah. Do it. So my grew, auntie Kiki's my version is, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, she... That's like a soft way to do it. I I think. Well, no.
0: because
3: I think she has realized that I'm more or less grown, mm. you know? And like, um... Has no way to tell me not to live the way I'm living
0: Mm
3: -hmm. um, without, you know. I remember I got, shout out to Auntie Kiki, you are wonderful and you look out for me all the time. And I got this tattoo on my arm, like either I'm nobody or I'm a nation. And I came back from Ghana and I got it because i really felt the fuck like that i was like Mm -hmm. wow you know (laughs) a little bit like well fuck you africa you know for not liking me Mm because it it was just weird it was like this is death where i came from on Mm -hmm. some level like the slave cat like this slave castle might be patria like might be homestead in a fucked up smelly way and, um, a lot of, there were a lot of Ghanaian people who were very kind to me and a lot more Ghanaian people who were like, how about you just go home? Mm. You know? And I was like, I wish I knew what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, you know what? Either I'm nothing or I'm everything. Mm-hmm. And I wow. got this Derek Walcott shit. Yeah. And I came home and my auntie Kiki, you know, was trying to have a serious talk with me. And cause she saw it and she was like, Hey, I was like, hello. Okay. She was like, you gotta stop doing that to your body. <laughs> I was like, what? She was like, putting that on it writing on it and i was like okay and she's like because you're going to have to enter the job market i don't know if you're <laughs> about
0: this place <laughs> but it's you rough. have Shout to Shout out to the job, job market, market. <laughs> You know? and and
3: and it, it came out of such love because she's from that older generation where you know mm-hmm. respectability is is a mo, is a mobility is it's for for not being impoverished and isolated and like I just, whenever she tells me these things, I, it's the one moment where like my identity doesn't take a back seat, but has to just calm down and go like, you know what? Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely getting a lot more tattoos, but it's not because I didn't listen to you and it's not because I don't love you. It's just because my market looks different than the market you think I'm going to.
2: But also that is the same in writing that's the best way to receive feedback I yeah. feel like anytime I have a student we're talking about how to receive feedback I say to do this right you should be open minded yeah. you should accept what you what makes sense to you you yeah. should consider everything yeah. as long as you trust the person sure. who's telling you and if you're doing it right, you should be rejecting about forty percent of this yeah. with a stronger idea of why you're rejecting. Right, exactly. It. You know what I mean? Like, so to be able to take that in mm-hmm. and then be like, "Yo, I'm still moving into yeah. getting these tattoos," right. is from a more full body growing place, even though you don't take the, totally. the direct advice.
3: My mom gave me a similar piece because now my parents are talking to me about like my brand they're like, oh, you, oh you're shit. branded.
4: Ooh. My parents, strange. I feel like don't. what it's. I don't think Some my parents, parents know what a brand is. I mean, they kind of brand. are like your whole thing. Like, <laughs> I guess, you know, like, Whatever
0: you're up to. <laughs> but, your and then, like,
4: you've, you've had your They're just like, to okay. you're yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. That's you're your deal. That thing. <laughs> and, and honestly, it's like, it's a, the same with the tattoos where yeah. when I first started getting them, I was like, listen, I'm going to do this, but don't worry. Like, I'm And really, like, depending on what I'm wearing, Mm -hmm. I have so many tattoos, you know, like, in all, I have this many, but um, you can kind of hide them or splice them, however, and that's like how I had to explain it to my man. Now they're like, I don't, I don't know, just, I guess you're going to keep doing this. Like, they don't really, I don't have to justify it. Yeah, and they're like, it (laughs) seems like this is fine and you're successful, but, and I think... It's kind of, I've always had that relationship with them and it, especially being this like weird child <laughs> who was like, I'm gonna be a writer and like leave me alone. Like I just wanna
1: read all day. You said yeah. that as a child, I want to be a writer. Yeah.
4: At mm-hmm. nine. I did when too. When I started what? my publishing company.
1: What was the publishing company?
4: Parker Publishing House.
1: Yeah. That's really late. Yo, you yeah, might have to bring that up. Oh no, no, I am. Okay. Yeah, good. Okay. Yo, when the um, submissions opening up.
4: So I did this in third grade. And this was, like, I don't know. I just kind of decided this was what I was going to do. And, of course, my parents, who were good parents, were like, well, maybe try this activity. Try this. Try this. So I tried a bajillion things. Yeah. And, you know, I always say, like, I don't blame them for not listening to a nine-year-old who was like, trust me, I got this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now they're like, oh, shit. You, like... You did. You really didn't have this. Yeah. You know? And it's the same with the tattoos. They're wow. like, oh, you're like...
1: It's, okay you're fine you know what you're doing wow. with that's yourself amazing. that's always incredible to me because I, like, <laughs> I can't how did you have the foresight like what even how, I don't know I'm what really made you, say that? you know what I mean like
4: I just I really I don't know I, I kind of got an idea in my head mm-hmm. and really ran with it like I was like wearing blazers and I was always writing and so <laughs> I was
2: like, you were wearing blazers
1: but I also just I remember like, someone was like was yeah <laughs> like you know fashion, yep. <laughs> it. The fashion yep. is it it's you know, like I feel that you no know, yeah, yeah
3: and, and like um, well, it's, it's just amazing it is perform yo fam." This is incredible to me, because I was dead-ass nine years old, ten years old, and, like, I had to switch... It was a a traumatic year, because, like, Mm -mm. my grandma passed away, we moved houses, and changed schools. And I remember my mom found this journal from that time of mine, and I read over it recently. And, like, the only thing that was, like, keeping me was the books. Mm -hmm. And and I went to the school that was, like, not very challenging. Like, it was a magnet school, and they, you know, overpopulated with kids and Mm. understaffed with teachers, but, like, very kind people who, like, gave a fuck, Um, which I think is why that school was special. And um, I remember just being so bored, I would, like, read under my desk for, like, the whole class. And I guess they were like, this is productive in somehow so like we're just gonna let the bitch read but it was the same sort of thing like the only thing that felt good yeah was like the reading and the writing Mm -hmm. and so Um, i wouldn't do like any work and i'll just do that yeah so i remember being like that age and saying like oh no i'm a writer yeah
4: i write for sure it's the one thing i knew that was like true and it felt fine and i you know i remember like my parents being really concerned Hmm. because I just, like, didn't want to go outside. (laughs) And, you know, we'd go to the library and I would say, I want this many books. And my mom would be like, you're not going to read all those before we come back in a week. And then I would read them in two days. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just like, trust me, I know what <laughs> I'm up to. <laughs> when, you watched, when
3: you watched, did you watch Matilda? I sure did. And when you watched Matilda, did you feel a lot of things? Yes,
4: okay. absolutely. <laughs> this is just and the Harriet, the well, Harriet the Spy. Harriet the motherfucking spy, and I I was like, been, I was like, I have to be Harriet. Now I can carry my journal and, like, not feel, oh. you know what I mean? Like, I just needed to be validated in, the, in that way. And I think, for me, the way to do that was to, like, perform it extra you know what I mean like for it to just be okay it was like me like basically it was lean in you know what I mean I was like let me just like fully do this lean into it just grab all my friends and like employ them and my publishing company at recess and like you know like so did
2: you have people writing for the so I had
4: people writing and I had some people illustrating this is amazing and then there were like kids who wanted to do it and they would come up to me and I would be like, uh yeah, I don't know, we already have like a lot of
1: you gave illustrators. The the, the so letter. Maybe,
4: set, maybe like draw <laughs> me a <laughs> sandwich. At this time. Time.
1: This I asked for submissions.
2: And I was like <laughs> third grade. You know, maybe try
4: again later. Like wow. it was like, thank you for your <laughs> thank you for your submission. <laughs> uh that's amazing. Like this is me, like in the like line to go out to recess. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know how I was already doing that, and we were all just like sitting mm-hmm. on the blacktop, and I was in charge, and I was like, okay, these people are writing this, and then these people are illustrating it, and the teachers were like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you know, what is happening?
3: Scheming ass little kids. Yeah, we were some scheme. Like I remember my schemes, right? We're not. <laughs> This is fifth grade. This is a similar time period. They were not literary schemes. Because in elementary school, I would put on these, like, American girl plays. Oh,
0: my
4: God. You did? The Felicity one, especially. Yo! This is But I wrote my own. Yeah, no, I wasn't there yet. I wrote, Uh, like, weird (laughs) time-traveling. This is amazing. Like, I was at obviously. Well, yeah. And and then then all the the white white girls were. were, All the white girls. And we all, like, had to... um, In the play that I wrote, we all had to, like... We all time traveled to the present and had to interact with each other in this awesome. weird way. That's it was because awesome. that was my dream. It was just like Molly, the airplane
3: person; Felicity, the the Tea Party person; yes. Addie, the such, an, you know, the ex slave. You know, like <laughs> what if they all kicked it and then yeah, you'd, you'd, that's amazing. Now I would oh have God. all these little black kids because it was just a school full of black kids be, like, Felicity in them, and they were like, the Tea Party, they must not revolt. And this was, like, really fucked up. This is like, the Boston Tea Party ain't had nothing to do with it. Right, us. right. It's, like, capitalism was on the verge of collapse, and so we busted up all the tea. But in fifth grade, I was like, you know what, the schemes have to be, like, non-literary. I need a break, you know, from the literary sphere. So me and my friend Savannah and um, another girl whose name I'm not remembering and my friend Louise, we were like, yo, there should be war between the fifth graders, like the two fifth grade classes. Yes. Like, we should go up, upstairs to the blacktop, you know, where there was like, because a huge school, like yeah. full of like grass and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous, you know? And we were like, yeah, we should go up to the blacktop, where oddly enough, it wasn't a blacktop, it was just grass. And like, on one end will be this side of the fifth grade boys, and the other end will be this side of the fifth grade girls. And then there will be Luis, you know, in the med area, <laughs> in case anyone gets hurt.
0: <laughs> 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 and
3: then as Luis was like, I don't want to fight. we were like we don't want to fight you either Luis. like go be the nurse he was like okay and he like sat down he was just like waiting for the invalid and i was like yeah and and we'll square off with zach and him at the middle and we'll like shake i was watching a lot of like so kimber and civil war tapes at the time i was like we'll go to the middle and shake hands and we'll you know ask for a fair fight and it'll be like okay no kicking in anyone's private anything but you can definitely smack the fuck out of everyone no biting no biting And like no punching in the head was a big one because we were, that would hurt a lot. And then we walked back and then I went, charge! And we like beat the shit out of each other like every day for three days. And none of these faculty people noticed until they were like, what's going on over there? And they were like, oh my God, they're beating the shit out of each other. And they were like, who did this? And I was like, I did. (laughs) <laughs> Me and Luis and them. And Luis was like, I didn't do shit, you know? Like, Luis was a punk, you know? But he was very sweet. And then after three days, we had to, we had to end the war. And we shook hands. It was very yeah. gentleman-like.
2: Honestly, I, that story just affirms how happy I am to not be in 5th and 6th grade. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We would, like, go into the boys' bathroom, mm-hmm. turn out the lights, and fight. What? Like seven people we would turn out the lights and fight we called it a game and then we had this one kid Holy who was dug and he would bite and that
0: would no. be like when it was over because <laughs> Doug was a little crazier than
2: everybody else and so you'd be like okay we were wrestling but I just got bit and- Ooh. Game over, That's
3: against time. the rules. Yeah. Doug so no, going a little
2: too far. I just like, <laughs> I have no idea how that was a game.
3: It was. That's, that not, a it's
2: it's that's not a game. That's That's not a game. Yeah, but like I'm trying, because this there are game. other parts of fifth and sixth grade that like became my identity and I'm mm. trying to like recognize that. Like yeah. I definitely have the performative, I, did, I wasn't a writer, but like I was hosting our choir concert. And I you know, had like some strict things that were written by the choir teacher to say and I showed up I remember my older brother, It's like one of my best memories of my older brother, the day of the choir concert, we wrote like political shtick. <laughs> we were and I like went to her and I was like, look, I'm gonna like imitate President George Bush. <laughs> and like You're Bill awesome. Clinton and like Richard Nixon like I don't know shit about
0: Richard Nixon and I was like
2: oh, I am not a crypt. Like
0: and it. the whole
2: place was like what the <laughs>
0: fuck is this
2: thing doing, doing? <laughs> uh, and I in I me mean, now, like I think my organizer side was more <laughs> right. together at
1: that time yeah. than yeah. my like private writer side. I so was wow. "What were gonna say?" Yeah. The fifth grade, I got into the only fight that I've ever gotten into. Huh. Uh, and it was because of similar pressures. Like all of the boys in my class, they were just like, every week it was somebody else's turn to fight. And so when it got to be my turn to fight, I fought. Uh, I got beat up. Because I didn't want to fight, you know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't want to hit this kid. But you just a poem him about, just about a random, this, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had, there's a poem about it. But what I remember most is actually after the fight, the politics of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I realized that, like, you know, we were talking earlier. I can't remember if we recorded this or not, but that they... or it, Everything is blending into another one. <laughs> we're, like, recording a bunch of these at a time. But... There is no objective truth, you know what I mean? Like, in my heart, I felt that I lost. Like, I never hit the kid. I got hit a bunch of times, so therefore I lost. But my standing in popularity was more than this kid, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I was a more popular kid. So years later, whenever people talked about the fight between me and him, they were like, and then Jose beat that ass. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't matter what happened. I never hit the kid. Yeah. But... Because because I was more popular, that's the way it got told. That's the right. way the story. It, you know, I won a fight without ever throwing a punch. Hey, <laughs> you know only I mean? you,
4: Jose. Truly,
1: but it, it, that's the when I was just like told by the people who mm-hmm.
4: want more. That's mm-hmm. awful. wow. which is, which is but wow. that's how it be. Yeah. You know, like, right. that's 5th grade,
1: grade You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's the world. It's mm-hmm. the world. I mean, to go back to publishing, and maybe y'all can jump in. But like, I've been thinking a lot lately about how. Uh, recently, you know, not only have I, have I gotten published more often, um, but even people have started soliciting. More yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I've worked hard at my art and I work hard to, to grow, but it, it honestly feels like a part of that has nothing to do with the work that I've mm-hmm. been doing, mm-hmm. but just that people, in the publishing industry, are more able to listen, are are better able to hear me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like,
3: it's interesting. And but...
1: and I can like pin it down to an exact point. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is the publishing of the Breakbeat book. Like mm-hmm. after that book came out, there was a lot more interest mm-hmm. in, in my writing than there had been. You know what I mean? And then because someone sudden, decided
4: it was important,
1: someone yeah. decided that that book was important, yeah. and my name was in the book. So mm-hmm. now all of the poems that had been rejected, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? With with some edits, but not a ton of edits. You yeah. know what I mean? With,
4: same as poems. Yeah, Same-ass <laughs> <Yeah>. same <laughs> yeah. poems.
1: The are thesis like, has
4: not changed. Boom, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly.
1: Are now getting accepted in places that, you know, wouldn't give me a look the first time around. And it's, right. it's just...
4: Yeah. And honestly, I think about this a lot, obviously, because right. I work in publishing. More. And I think it's important for us not to forget what had happened. how mm. they, Who wasn't listening before. Well. You know, because honestly... I worry that diversity is a hashtag. I worry that we're trending and then we won't be. You know what I mean? And then what happens then? I really
3: worry about that. You
4: know, and, you know, my job as an editor, I feel, is to normalize rather than Mm -hmm. um, kind of play into trends. You know what I mean? And I, I feel very wary of when people are like oh, it was such a a good year for Diversity. black books. Ah. And I'm like, okay, oh. but you know what I mean? Like, that's just because someone decided, yeah. like, let's... And also they were good Let's books. elect these couple of books to talk about and then say that it's important and everyone should read it. Next year might not be the same. It literally makes me, like, furious. <laughs> like, I'd... Well, it's because, I mean, publishing... Yeah. Let me tell you something about it. That
3: y'all talk hey. about
4: it. It is... I mean, it's so white. Like, I go to these, like, publishing parties, Mm. and it's just... It's really, like, run by white women. And Mm. I'm glad they're listening right now, but it's also... We gotta remember to stick up for ourselves in a particular way. I love that
3: you brought this up, because I feel like this has been happening to me a lot more recently, like, since the book has come out, where, um i'm having very interesting conversations with white women on my queerness and how they feel they have access to it and how they use it to erase my blackness from the conversation mm. as if they're not in tandem and i remember this old thing like about a year ago when i was at poet's house shout out to poet's house always Mm-mm. and steven and jo- Stephen matika and mm-hmm. joe first Um, but there was this woman from the Courtland Review, I don't mind saying the name now, because we we talked about it, it's fine, um, and I won't say her name, but from the Courtland Review who was soliciting all our work, and in my bio, in the first line, it says, Aziza Barnes is black and alive. It's said that now for about three years, Mm -hmm. um, Um, and... I remember that, because I remember
4: the first time... Yeah. I I don't know when, what, the first time I... I guess either mm-hmm. hosted you or published you, and I just like f- literally fell out. <laughs> like I read
3: that and was like, oh, oh, out of my chair. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, because it's the thing. It's like you know, it that it's a little weird now that that's true. You know, like it's every Word. day that it every day that it's true is a thing that I literally go like, oh hey, thanks. You every know? day
4: something has yeah. tried to kill
3: me and has failed. Literally, yeah. it's it's. You know, it's, it's a worth run. saying. It yeah, it's worth saying. It is because you don't want me here, and and the big you, the big ugly you, the right. seven white men that run the world you. <laughs>
1: um,
3: and and I remember. So what
1: happened with the So reviews?
3: right, so like I send them my bio, I send them the poem. They email me back. They're like, hey, you have to take that out of your bio. We don't allow personalized what? things about your identity in our bio. What does and that mean, though? Nothing. Yeah. And I emailed Stephen and Joe, and I was like, hey, I know you wanted to put us on, but like, I feel really uncomfortable because this doesn't make any sense. What Joe did was he went through the backlog of five years of submissions and found two pages worth, if not more. He was like, I found a lot of people with... Things like Matt is single and ready to mingle. Ew. And Jenny is Wait, you man, know of course. Wait, single and ready to
2: mingle. Matt.
3: Yeah. And, and <laughs> I know. oh, no, Matt. You <laughs> know. And it's like, and Jenny's from Kentucky and really likes her bourbon. And Thomas has a foot fetish. Like just dumb. Just you know, weird And shapes. and Kenny is Catholic. And I'm like, why can't I be black and alive? Like <laughs> what? Like what? The like, fuck? Like, so I emailed her back. I was like, I'm not redacting it. And if you don't want to publish me, well then you know you don't have to publish me. Mm-hmm. And I think they want us to feel that we're operating in a culture of scarcity. Because if it's mm-hmm. scarce, right? If exactly. there's not room for enough of us, and I have to snatch whatever I have to snatch and dilute whatever mm-hmm. I have to dilute. Mm-hmm. But here's the and be, thing, And, man, it hits, and, and it be hits, fucking, and be, be a, a biblical, good Negro. Soul. Be yeah. a good little house Negro. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been so many people who've wanted to make me their menstrual and just parade mm-hmm. me around, like, yeah. look at my little black yep. thing. And I'm like, you know what, man? There is nothing that you could give me. Yeah. That is worth my name, actually. Uh-huh. You know, and then we're back to names again. It's like you want to take my name and cut me yeah, out yeah. of it. And you yeah. know, it's, it's like, well,
4: we've published Morgan Parker. You know, to get other someone uh did actually to Angel. Someone uh, someone came up to the me. wrong Angel. one! I know <laughs> she was like a bitch, police. They came up, they came up to her and was like, You should really um submit. We've published uh, Morgan Parker. They don't know. Danes Smith. Daniz. Yeah, oh. yeah. And she was like, oh. literally, Yikes. these are my brothers and sisters. Like, get wow. out of here. Literally get out and, of But my they things. use us. They use as bait. They use us our names and all these things. And I just I really worry about it. And it's something I um yeah. think about all the time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And this idea of like I mean, I think a lot about and shout out to this. Essay by Saeed Jones, Mm. Uh, self portrait as ungrateful uh, black artist. (laughs) I I need to read
0: that again. Yeah, it's really I.
4: I think about it all the time, and I think it's important for us to remember to not be like, oh, let me just take this little bit that they're giving me and thank you, Mm. and wow, they're they're really looking out for me. And I mean, it's 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 politics, and it's. capitalism yeah. and it's and it's consumerism and we just have to remember that like yeah. it's not that's just what it is and, and the thing is too is that like it's
3: not deep Mm-mm. you know no. it's actually not deep it's like you wanting to erase me it's just something you're programmed to want to do sure right you know and and what i have to do is deprogram my yeah. um uh, need to please you yeah i don't know you I don't know you at all, you know, but I know my mother Mm -hmm. and I know my father and they gave me this name and I'm still not dead. So I can't really compromise on anything, honestly. Like there's, there's just not enough time. If I, if I lived forever, I would compromise a lot, but I live, you know, pretty much until I don't and I can't compromise shit. You know, I'm, if I have kids, I'm giving this name to someone and I want them to be able to hold it with pride you know i think pride is important and when it's not blocking you from shit but like there's just been so many things i said no to that like i immediately forget about because it's like well clearly i didn't need that if it was going to make me feel like i didn't exist Mm -hmm. i don't need that you know Mm -hmm. and i and that's what to all the young folks or whatever folks the age indiscriminate folks listening it's like there's just nothing that they can do for you that if, if it's at that cost, like, there's no more you left. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so the pot will be, the, the well will be empty the next time you want to publish
4: anything. Right. Right.
3: Yeah. You know? I mean,
4: yeah, I think it's so important that we remember to take care of ourselves. Yeah, that. And, and be family with each other because a a big part of this is you know when they decide oh this person is like the thing of the year you know uh part of that is in order to make us in competition with each other uh to think about how we like market ourselves rather than just like how we be and how we you know like maybe I should be writing about this Mm -hmm. rather than like Maybe I should be more like this person who, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think that's really dangerous. Yeah. And we have to remember to just like be fam mm-hmm. and take care of ourselves, you know? Like, I have struggled a lot with this of uh, giving too much of myself. And mm-hmm. then there's, and then I go home and there's no one there and mm-hmm. I'm left to take care of myself. Yeah. But I don't have anything left because I've been taking care of everyone else, yeah. you know? And I think that's. It's really scary, and it's I've really been reckoning with it. It's hard. Um,
1: for me, and this is kind of a tangent, I've been feeling similarly, but for, for me, it's not always taking care of other folks, but for me, it, I'm thinking specifically of class. You know definitely. what I'm saying? I'm thinking about like how uh, right now I work full-time, but for a long time... I had to hustle a bunch of different part-time things. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And and even now, like, have to do extra work on top of my full-time job yep, yep. to like survive and 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 be able to live in this city. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, I think like for a long time, I got so used to hustling and having to say yes and just like yep. burning myself out doing everything I could to like get as much money as I possibly yeah. could. That like it's it's hard to like slow down and be like no, like. Uh, You know, I need more time for myself. Like, Mm I just, I can't give my, I can't give everything to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm.
4: It is really hard. It's really hard to say no. And my therapist is trying to help me. Shout out to to her, Genevieve. She's the trillist. I
3: I really... No, I'm emailing some therapists right now. Yeah, okay. I got got
4: you. Oh, dude.
3: Yeah, I haven't... Seriously.
4: I have a lot of wrecks. (laughs) I've been been at this for a while. (laughs) I actually just sent an email to a couple of our homies like here's what to do here's some places no that would be uh-huh. I, mean, yeah. I mean that's the hardest part Sometimes is finding fine. someone i've had three really egregious therapists yeah, yeah. who uh, really set person. me back I've a lot yep yeah. yeah i and had a horrible can. this horrible white woman once who mm. just was like yeah i don't know i've seen some protests because it's like outside of my window but oh, i don't really oh, understand God. like what's going on and I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah, what I had one that
3: literally looked at me and was like, "You know what? I don't know what to do with you." I was like, "Excuse me." She at least like, she was honest. You come in here every week and you just say the same stuff and you seem the same stressed and just you need to just go to a hospital. I'm out. What? Wow. And and she, I checked into Beth Israel and it was really fucked up <laughs> and. I lied to a panel of therapists and I was like, I'm just a little stressed, you know? Like, don't wow. she, I don't know why she brought me here. And I was like on the brink. Yeah. And my friend, um, yo, shout out to Audrey Hales. She was waiting for me right outside with like a bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. and was like, nah, we're gonna get you right. I'm really sorry that this happened to you, but we're gonna get you right. And she got me right. It it wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It wasn't hard. She she just listened to me
0: mm-hmm.
3: and made me do pro con lists in a diner and she was like i'm going to watch you eat because i know you don't Mm -hmm, do that right mm -hmm. now and um then she was like okay now we're gonna go to my apartment in brooklyn and we're gonna feed you again and Mm -hmm. we're gonna watch shitty richard pryor movies and you're gonna read your favorite book aloud to me and shower and here's some lavender soap you know it just it didn't take much but that therapist lady was just like Checking the time to yeah, see yeah, if the hour yeah, was up yeah. yet, and I was like, That's you know awful. what, whoever, yo, you know your name out there, lady, and I hope you found a different <laughs> profession or at least like exclusively white lady clients because, you know, it's just that was that was a disaster. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's hard when you're like, cause I live alone too now, and I'm so amped. I've never lived alone before. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had at the very least one other person in my home and like I'm hyped but I also know that I don't know I know I'll feel it yeah know? oh totally and that's gonna be interesting and I don't really go in for pets like that because I'm away too much oh man yeah so it's gonna be it's me my and my plants. no I feel you I feel you I mean I could I could get a cat that like doesn't care about my life and that's
2: we could
4: true coexist that way what's your
2: pet okay. Morgan
4: I have a mini poodle named Brayburn yeah.
1: yeah.
4: my a great life name. partner <laughs> 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 I mean living alone and being like the most single is like
1: the most its
4: own <laughs> thing I'm pretty much but luckily Brayburn you know yeah. he like he's really good at spooning oh. he like has like anxiety issues and like uh, abandonment problems which makes him really needy which is dope because yeah. I'm like oh something needs me yeah. you know like it's just mm. great that's awesome he's cute as hell mm. and really annoying and a lot of work Yeah, but whatever I have like what? I'm accountable to this Yeah, this thing like yeah. I keep him alive mm. it's shocking that I have
0: like
4: <laughs> so Morgan
2: what, uh, what brought you to New York
4: college alright
0: uh-huh.
4: yeah I, well, I went to Columbia undergrad and I was, my plan was to leave after, um, I applied to grad schools. Only one of them was in New York and it was NYU and that's where I went. But I was like, really, I was like, I'm just going to come to New York for college and do my thing and then live in all these other places. Yeah. And it's 10 years later.
2: Wow. You've been here since
4: 06? Me too. Right. Yeah. Sweet. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean it's it's really crazy to think that I haven't been an adult anywhere else. Mm. Like I have been in my hometown and I've been <laughs> here. And I it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. Like it resonated with John too. Well, yeah, it's man, terrifying it's to great. consider yeah. Yeah.
2: how to leave. Yeah, yeah but, I
4: know. And yeah. I I talk a lot about leaving, but the uh the logistics of it are really difficult mm-hmm. because I only have this life. Um yeah it's just it's hard and it feels like what's the reason to leave like mm-hmm. it's all here but at the same time i never thought of myself as per as a person who would just like live in a pl- in one place mm-hmm. um and, and the fact that i'm here like accidentally <laughs> is weird to me huh. um like i just woke up and it was 10 years later Wow! I talked
2: to, <laughs> was just last week talking to Idris at the mm-hmm. at the Break Poetry Gods hey, reading, and he was like, "You know, how long? So how long have you lived in the city?" Because we were talking about just the tension of, you know, like, yeah, wanderlust or yeah. whatever it is to consider leaving a place that is by all accounts, very difficult to live in. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I've lived here a decade. And he goes, yep, that's about how long it takes for you to love a city and for that city to love you back.
0: Wow. Damn. And
2: I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like, I've been here for a decade, and I truly have community. Like, mm-hmm. there are so many professional and social, you know, relationships that I've invested in. Yeah. That that I also feel like... Um, somehow and this is not true and I'm sure at my therapist's office we will discuss how
0: <laughs> <exactly this laughs> is.
2: but I feel like as a grown up in New York that if I'm walking out of New York I somehow'm going to like poof like Cinderella turn yeah, back yeah, into a yeah. twenty three year old. Right. Uh, who is w- a lot more same confused fear. than I am. Yeah. No offense against 23-year-olds. No, no,
3: know. no. <laughs> but I had that same fear. It was like... Um, I didn't mean to cut you off here. You're great. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was worried when I got... Because I wanted to go to Mississippi. It was the only school I applied to. I, like, on a lark applied to LSU. Because I was like, maybe I need a backup. But I, like, barely applied. I was like... Shoop. So... But I knew once I was leaving, like, fuck, I'm leaving. And I had this terrible fear that, like, my writing would fall off, like, completely. Mm. That I would, like, devolve into my 18-year-old self, like, the bad parts. And that I would just, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, spiral into shittiness. And and another part of my brain was, like, girl, bad. You know, like, just it just said girl, bad. It was, yeah. like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, you're gonna, you, you are a writer, as my aunt says. It's not a fluke, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when my, when my, uh when I be but I ain't got picked up by yes yes my auntie Stephanie again shout out was like so you see it wasn't a joke right mm. like you can write and and people know it and you should really know it now and I was like okay you know and I've just had to trust that like you know it's like that Juno Diaz quote that I really love where it's just like you're not a writer when all the good shit's happening. You're a writer when nothing is going your yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. and all yeah. you can do yeah. is write. That's when you're a writer. and I feel that. I also yeah. feel like
1: it's easier to say that when you're on the side of like oh, this absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, you like, know, like,
4: <laughs> I mean? And I love his story. Like, <laughs> Being validated by others is so much easier than validating oh, yourself.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, right.
1: Which, That's the real hard work. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. Is. And And
4: like, I, I dig
3: my validation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really dig it, but... I got it right, you
0: know?
2: From the outside, I feel like I watched and admired so deeply your decision to leave New York Mm -hmm. and move south. And we talked about that, of me being like, damn, how brave and betting on yourself and confident to say, you know, to look at the relationships that you had in this city you know, at like a pretty good time in poetry and say, you know, like there's other, there are yeah. other things that play yeah. and I want to move down South and I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I'm trusting a yeah. feeling and my life is Only going to shift around that. Yeah. I mean, that is, and, but look like the world filled in yeah, around absolutely. you and is filling in around you. And that is, I think oftentimes the hardest part about growing as a person, about growing as an artist even looking at and you know like we're talking about it geographically, mm-hmm. but like I'm trying to put together my second manuscript, yeah. and I really nice. loved my first book. Like yeah. I really put so much work it's into a great it. Book. I've been able to hold it and give mm-hmm. it. I felt proud. Yeah. And I'm looking at the second manuscript, and what I'm reckoning with is that it is completely different. Yeah. yeah. And that is terrifying yeah. in some ways because it's a collection, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have to walk into that, and it's going to have to build it's life life. alone and I know it can you know like on my good days I know it can but Mm -hmm. I feel like it happens with work
0: and oh yeah oh absolutely
3: and I think too like what I realized was with this book so like the book I submitted uh to yes yes and the one they picked up like had a lot of the same poems but was a very different book you know Mm -hmm. like there was a whole section that like I I took out and Mm -hmm. I was like 12 pages out you know and and it was like okay well what am I gonna fill it with and um, I don't think I could have written the book that exists were I not in Mississippi like it wouldn't have happened it the book the book wouldn't have been the thing that I'm now proud of and and hold happily mm-hmm. um, it just would have been it would have been a different book that I would have been like hype about you know I mean we'll never know but I I think it's like important to just kind of I don't know. Be on the brink of what you think is comfortable. Yeah. Like I And and trust that, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, this person who says they're my friend is my dead-ass friend and will call me and will miss me and will open their home for me when I'm back. Right. And, um, you know, and I deal with a bunch of, like, depression and anxiety. And so I would have these big panics of, like they're not going to remember the, the good days you know like, yeah. Yeah, you know, or, or all that crap that your brain makes you say and like I don't know it's, it's quieter in Mississippi like that anxiety has to chill out there. Yeah.
2: so Morgan what do you yeah. like are there specific moments because a decade is a long time oh and God. you change so much <laughs> are there moments where you feel like in this city you departed from one thing in order to see something else fill in or like a transitional moment that was big
4: Every day. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I am obsessed with, you know, being new, you know? Like, I am just, like, really about that. And um, it's something that has always been uncomfortable to me. And thinking about these, like, phases, it's, like, weird. Like, why do I... Why am I bored of this? I want to do this now, you know? It was uncomfortable growing up. But I really try to honor that uh, lately and... There's something, it's like a gift I give myself to Mm. allow myself to be a different person every day. And I think that it's a really scary thought, um, socially, Mm. specifically, like, I, I don't know, I'm like, will people still be about this? Like, you know, I'm like, I know that um, this version of myself has been pre-approved, so Uh if I shift what will happen. Yeah. Right. Um, but so it's a gift for me to let myself do that and then just see what happens. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm like obsessed with like self-improvement and, um, not that I think I've like literally linearly gotten better every day, but I, I have understood more about myself every day mm-hmm. for sure. And I try to, yeah, honor those shifts. Like, and, and, I don't know, like, make them active, you know? Like, thinking, if I feel different, like, what does that mean? Like, how am I going to enact that in my life, uh, in my work? Uh, I really am always, like, trying to push my poems. I don't like being bored. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like I get bored easily, and Mm. I need to, like, shake things up on the regular, whether Mm. that means, like, uh, cutting my hair off, or, like, getting a new tattoo, or, like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Writing something that scares the shit out of me <laughs> and will certainly scare the shit out of everyone else, yeah. you know. So,
1: there's so much there that I like. Kind of want to go back a little bit. What I, what you know, I I feel that about like how you aren't, you know, one like the the idea that we are dynamic and that mm-hmm. we're always changing and and willing to go with that, and not trying. You know what I mean? I think for me, uh, I think I've been. Wrestling in in ways that were hidden to myself, you know mm-hmm, what I mean. In ways mm-hmm. that I'm just starting to realize, like the idea of nostalgia, you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm someone that like holds old friends really close, even though we're like not at all in the same places anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that that's something that I love my about myself is mm-hmm. like my loyalty, but also like how do I create room for for new folks that that are still holding me, that are still uh, you know more capable of like Building relationships with me in any given moment. I think, yeah, I think that that's dope, and and just how you move that onto the into the work too. That's really yeah, cool. yeah. Um,
4: well, it's also about like permission, mm-hmm. I think, because it feels like something you're not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like you're not allowed to change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like okay, this is who I am. This is like these are the breaks. You know, yeah. like this is what I was dealt. So yeah. let me just live this. And I think there's something real for me, um politically important and like spiritually important to say like, no, I'm allowed to to do something else. Yeah. Um even if it's like a little small thing. It's like I don't have to be this person forever and ever. Forever. You know, and I think even Even the things I like about myself, I'm like, what if I could... How do I be so... How can I make the most of this life and be as many people, Mm. you know, as I can? And just try out a bunch of different uh, thoughts and feelings and outfits and... You know what I mean? Like, just try it all. Um, That's huge. That's like a very sad... Think well,
2: of me. <laughs> especially because what's at stake is not your, that you're going to be those people. That's inevitable. Yeah. The, the question is like whether or not you're going to nurture those people mm-hmm, that you become mm-hmm. or hide them behind some yeah. mask of what you perceive to be what is expected of you. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like bucking expectation, mm-hmm. um, expectation that other people have, mm-hmm. expectation that I have of myself, really like daring to kind of Um, really shift that and I don't know, like, kind of butt up against it. It's feels important for me in terms of like, forward movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just feel like I'm always, like, daring myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And Saying, like, I dare you to do this thing now. You know, like,
1: it's... You're you're the second person to say that on the podcast. Really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Paul Tran was talking about Rachel Eliza and how she dares... Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Dares her own death and, you know, like... It is. Yeah.
4: Well, and it is. and, And thinking about, you know, I have major depression and major anxiety disorder. And it is it's audacious to get out of bed, Yeah, you know, like it is, it is a, I know it's like, if you don't struggle with it, it, you maybe don't feel it as much, but it it really is difficult to stay alive, um, on the most basic of levels. So how, what does that mean for me? And like, Really, what it means is just, like, stakes is high. You know, like, my the stakes of my life are, are high. really high. And so yeah. I cannot allow myself to get too comfortable yeah. or to uh, accept any kind of mediocrity. That's what it because is. Because if I'm going to stay alive, it like, is. I'm going to really try to... It's going to be great. ...taste as much as possible, to dare myself to, to be better and uh, more knowledgeable of myself. And I think it's, like, the only... Sometimes it's the only thing keeping me here, you know, I can't just go through the motions because it is, it's literally a choice I have to be alive every single day. Um, and, and the fact that each day is, um, me making a pact with myself and a reckoning of like, okay, today I choose, I will stay alive. Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. <laughs> like banging the table. <laughs> I will stay alive. <laughs> but I think, yeah, like the fact that that is a, every day I wake up and have to kind of reckon with that, it changes the way I experience my life and the way I live in the world. And I just like don't have time
1: for bullshit. Not
3: really. <laughs> it reminds me. Feel like, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Oh,
4: you
3: feel like it reminds me? I don't yeah. know.
1: You, you know, rock, like, paper, well, it? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I feel like that's a good place to end, but you, you want...
3: You know, it is a good place to end.
1: <laughs> you sure? Yeah word now yeah. I kind of want to know it could be oh, what's uh, on your mind next time it will
3: be <laughs> uh, that's a pinky swear I got you okay, cool, yeah cool, no cool. doubt
1: um, what's next for us is we're going to go get tattoos <laughs>
4: yes
3: and um I want I want to hear what are you Morgan getting home. do you know what you're I getting? think I'm going to get the
4: jazz yeah. yeah yeah I'm about this
3: yeah nice. um, this I, is the right spot this is the right spot I've been thinking yeah. about it I'm touching my left thigh right now <laughs>
0: America um. America <laughs> <laughs> America America
3: yeah. If if the dollars is looking like okay. dollars that it can do it, mm-hmm. it will be done. What? And then I will crawl into my bed. Stoked. I'm stoked. Really I'm I'm very
1: hype. I'm very hype. Yeah. Yeah. Do you
4: cry? I don't
1: cry. I don't no. cry. But I've only gotten one, so I might cry this time. You know what I mean? I don't know. Now. I've
4: never cried. I'm gonna hold your hand and say. Yeah. I don't it's feel okay. That. Might, <laughs> just
1: th- in nothing. Life. Just literally. Sands no. does not cry.
3: <laughs> I want to hear That's Morgan. A Parker Jonathan Cole.
1: Nathan Sands might cry. Very much. Yeah. Okay. I too.
3: If you if you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So America, get ready wherever you're at. You know what I mean. Put your hands yep. together. See you. Um, do you have it, or do you still looking it up? I'm. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Give us a signal. We'll just we're just gonna, we're just gonna <laughs> chop it up with you, America, real quick. Oh
3: well, then I can say very quickly what the thing is. Yeah!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry next week
3: um, But Or two weeks from now But yeah My Shout out to Yarminio Rosa I told you this recently After the Breakbeats reading But I was in uh, A thick Ugly depression And it was after I graduated from NYU And I was at a Boo-boo head job And I was like Uh How do I do this Boo-boo head job That I, that I do Kind of need to do Right now Um And we went salsa dancing. She was like, come salsa dancing with me. And we go salsa dancing and, like, dumb things happen, but mostly it's beautiful. And then, like, I go back to her place and it's late and I sleep and it's a beautiful place, like, off, you know, the Hoyt, Shimmer, 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 Stop. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) is what I call it in my head. I
1: never know how to pronounce it. Oh, yeah,
3: I just say, shmap. And, um, like, I woke up at nine and then I woke up at eleven and I berated myself for waking up at Mm eleven. I was like, oh, you idiot, you Mm -hmm. missed the morning. Oh, my God, you should have been reading, I don't know, anything. And like she woke up and looked at me, not hearing any of this because it's all in my head, obviously. Right, right. And she looked, she looked around and she's smiling and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? And she was like, what are we gonna eat? <laughs> and I was like, I need to wake up like that every day. No, no, no. Even if I don't That's feel like question. it. Yeah. I need to wake up every day like, ah, oh. Like, make myself smile. Like, what, what am I going to yeah. eat? And, then, and, like, I yeah. get to
4: yeah. versus I have to. Yeah. That shit is hard. What nah. am I going
3: to eat? What am I going to eat takes the guilt out of it for me of, mm. of like, um, you know, of the between the should and can. Right. Because whenever right. it's, like, the I sh- can eat, it's, like, yeah. oh, damn it, damn it, I've, I've not been appreciating my life. But what am I going to eat is, like, I feel like a kid, you know? It's, like, all oh, the candy in yeah, the yeah, store, yeah, yeah. you know? No, to yeah. be excited rather yeah. than dreading and then we (laughs) ate and we just like maxed out and anytime i was like i should go home she was like yeah but look at this website for a second can you tell me how to and like she's like angel in this regard who like i saw her the other day and she was like oh do you want to get shake shack i was like Nah, i think i'm gonna go home but i went with her to shake shack and i sat down and like we i watched her eat essentially but we're just telling stories and i was like you know what You're usually right about I don't need to rush. Mm -hmm. Like people are not gonna be mad if I'm a little late to the next thing when it's my family. You know, like. Yeah, I just sat with her and and she ate and I didn't and we laughed and then we went home. But it's important not to curtail these moments of ceremony. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was a ceremony. And me and Armenia like made chocolate sandwiches and tea and like what is that? Again? I don't know. She melted down <laughs> this yeah, chocolate right. <laughs> like,
0: bar. I don't think she... I like that. Well, I don't know. <laughs>
3: she melted down this chocolate bar and put it on like this fancy bread and and you know like I can't eat that every day for breakfast. It, no one should but it was very fun it felt like it felt like celebration mm-hmm. it felt like we are celebrating because we danced salsa and we made it home safe and you woke up and what are we gonna eat like, i yeah. just never forgot what are we gonna eat um but just
1: the distance between that question and like damn what are the things i have to do yep Yeah. You know what yep. What, or what did i already fuck up on today? yeah because you know yeah. i didn't read i didn't yep. write
4: yeah but I, I mean? i'm here I woke, but I, mean, I woke up too late like i, woke I just up just
1: like all the ways that we like naturally start to fight ourselves mm-hmm.
4: immediately ourselves. the Braid minute Braid I'm ourselves. in consciousness I'm like being mean to myself yeah. you yeah. know like and that is just it won't do yeah. <laughs> you know like it just well, I, can't, I cannot
1: will not do Yeah. what yeah. are we gonna eat and with that yo Amanda yeah, yeah, yeah. treat yeah, yourself was, to something uh, real good you know what I mean turn up the have... volume on your speakers <laughs> uh, wherever you're at put your hands together for Morgan Parker <laughs> Yay!
4: Uh, this one is... Dude, you would
1: make a natural addition to the podcast. I'm <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just so out good. here. You got the average belt. <laughs> <though. laughs>
0: I love it.
4: Um, this is Magical Negro, number 217. Diana Ross finishing a rib in Alabama, 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know that picture. Yes. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I'll still i it Okay. Since I thought I'd be dead by now, everything I do is fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. Walking wreck, reckless, and men, I suck their bones until they're perfect. I don't sleep with accolades. I don't get touched in the night. All men do is cry Mm -hmm. and ask me to be their mamas. I can't get a decent fuck to save my... When I think about their feelings, I don't care. It's cool. It's cool. Come to mama. There is so much death here. She is casual and almost fragrant. Like, the word kill doesn't sound as bad as it is. All my friends are sisters and husbands. I'm afraid to be uncharted. I want an empire in my teeth, but I can't be bothered to not wear silk or nothing. I have grown up less mysterious than my myth. All men do is think I'm looking at them. When I think about them tasting me, I don't. I mean, don't Google my tits when you can just, unfortunately, I have a body, and I'm the only one in charge of it. I'm in the world. I'm in the world. Nobody cares where I came from. (laughs)
2: Oh, wow. oh
3: my God. Wow. thank you Morgan thank y'all, y'all. Morgan thank y'all
2: hey, hey, uh, Morgan where can the people find you if they want more of your
4: work on the internet <laughs> my all website right. is morgan-parker.com
1: hey. nice. what means. about your twitter your instagram my twitter
4: is morganapple instagram morganapple zero uh, yo
1: uh, America CRB. if you can please send all your uh, Chicago love. To oh my god!
4: Gorgeous <laughs> oh, Cinderella. I love Twitter, so yeah, love definitely Twitter. follow Tell me. You tweeted I tweeted that. I tweeted. I wish I loved anything <laughs> as much as people from Chicago <laughs> love Chicago.
0: <laughs> so
4: now my Twitter mentions are just Hella people from <laughs> Chicago being like, yeah, blah blah blah, Chicago blah, blah, for everything. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, this is yeah, not uh, what was <laughs> intended. But I mostly tweet <laughs> about like. Uh, being sad and sitting in my underwear, eating popsicles, watching TV. Mm-hmm. If you're about brand that, strong. brand is strong <laughs> yeah. on my Twitter. Like that's where it's really real. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: as for us, you know, we appreciate all of you who have gone and purchased uh, our books. Uh, We really love you for that. Uh, Thank you for listening. You can find The Poetry Gods at The Poetry Gods. From there, you will easily be able to find Aziza, Jose, and myself. And if you want to get a little more personal and you don't want to tweet it to us uh, and you want things you want us to discuss on the show, you can email. The email is emailthepoetrygods at gmail.com. Uh, we love you we love hearing from you we appreciate yeah. all of you
1: also if you took the poetry gods at gmail.com <laughs> and we maybe, hate you we <laughs> might have beef but also <laughs> I kind of feel like I might have been the one
0: that's <laughs> <I, I, laughs>
1: I think I might own that email and just like <laughs> forgot about it. Like I got really hype about the podcast and was like, and on Instagram, and on Twitter, yeah. and on Tumblr, and on you know what That I mean? sounds
3: like you. It yeah, yeah. probably
1: but I like I don't remember but I, I have like vague we should just check. memories. Yeah. I should probably check. You
4: should email it. You guys haven't done that?
1: Email? Oh yeah. Just email, email
4: it and be like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: hey, yo, <laughs> we're gonna figure this out after. Mysteries. Yeah. Yep. Uh Anything else you want to say? Oh, we have a website, thepoetrygods.com, You know what I'm saying? Check us out on our website. Yeah. Oh, you know I, mean? I know what I keep forgetting to say. You know what? If you
2: listen on iTunes and you are feeling up to it, you should slide in there and give us a rating yeah. or leave a comment. Yeah. Apparently that is a big deal uh, on helping us, you know, reach Which a order? wider audience. So if you're li- listening and you're like, man, what can I do? More people should hear this. That's yes. what you should do, Sherry. and do we would that. love it. And you're not. And if you're like, you know, I would do that, but I'm on the on the side of the cool spectrum. That means that I don't do shit like that. Mm-hmm. I would urge you to understand that that is part of the cool spectrum.
4: Oh wow! You know? Be a new person.
1: Change
0: hey, yeah. yeah. your day. Change and grow. Yeah, shout
1: out to Morgan Parker. I'm Amazing. about to play the song. Play the Thank song. you so much, America, for listening. Mm-hmm. I love talking to America. <laughs> you know?
3: very, very Bernie Mac vibes. I feel like yeah, yeah.
1: Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Oh What's up America. <laughs> All right, here we go.
0: People the no. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel so silly, baby. I know you
0: Hey, People the
1: don't
0: the
1: Let, let the go good times
0: ah. do, 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 do. Some rap y'all. That was a magical pack. Thank y'all.